Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. I am so happy to be here with you today. My name is Ann Baldwin. I'm one of the hosts of the show. And today in studio with me, the one and only uh, Mr. Jim Beloga, President and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute um, and YTI, right? Yeah, YTI Career Institute, Ann. YTI Career Institute. Um, so you've got a big job here, Jim. You've got a lot of technical schools out there um, during this time of COVID. You know, one of the things that I've really watched from afar is how Porter and Chester and YTI have really fit into making sure that students and teachers and instructors uh, remain safe during COVID. Talk a little bit about your plans. You had your you new start, and you've got another one coming up uh, in October. So how have you done it? How have you accomplished all this? Yeah, well, Ian, I mean, we've been, you know, as we've talked previously on, on our podcast, um, you know, we've been monitoring uh, the, uh, the governmental websites and CDC uh, for, you know, the related uh, infection control protocols. And, and again, we've been doing that every day, every week and every month. And, um, and, and, and then obviously, you know, operationalizing that on our campuses and, um, you know, so I think, you know, this has been going on now uh, since March. March yeah. yeah, so it's been a while. And uh, we've had uh, students, um, along with our faculty and staff, uh, back on our campuses uh, in early June. And, um, you know, and I, and I think uh, this is the new normal we're in, you know, lecture online or remote learning um, online. And, uh, and then all the hands-on training, um, you know, in our industry-modeled labs on, on our campuses. And, and while students and faculty are, are, are predominantly the folks who are on our campuses, uh, they are, um, you know, following all the infection control protocols. So folks are showing up, they're signing in, um, you know, we've got, uh, they're wearing masks, um, you know, obviously they're, we're, we're social distancing, um, you know, to the best of our ability. And, and, and again, folks are, you know, practicing good hygiene, you know, while they're on the campus. And again, you know, everything from, you know, how you walk into campus in mm -hmm. terms of the flow of the campus, in terms of just trying to keep things orderly, um, and organized. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, by and large, it's, uh, it's going, it's going well. I think, um, I think everybody's, uh, approached this with a, with an open and flexible mind. And, uh, you know, and I think that's half the battle in, in terms of just recognizing, that we're in this sort of new normal right. um, and, and having to deal with it accordingly. Right. And, and you've done a great job at that because you can't go all online because you can't learn how to be an auto mechanic or you can't go to cosmetology or, you know, the nursing program is hands on. It's all hands on for the most part. So it's great that you've been able to transition to that. And we're going to talk about one of those hands-on careers. I love it when we do these shows, uh, these podcasts, and we have a real success story. And in that, we have Joe Lillo. And uh, Joe, welcome to the program. Thanks for being here. And I'm going to kind of let you tell your own story. So where'd you come from? Where are you at today? So thank you very much for having me. My name is Joe Lillo. I grew up in East Haven, Connecticut, graduated from East Haven High School down near the shoreline. So I was in the military right out of high school. I just thought that that'd be the career path that I wanted to go. I was a firefighter. You know, that's something, you know, I think every little kid grows up, oh, I want to be a firefighter. So I was kind of like, you know, I thought that was cool. Um, got out of the military trying to become a firefighter. And for me, it was just, you know, I kind of tried for maybe six months, applied everywhere that was available. And you know, you'd walk into a cafeteria, there'd be two job openings, and a whole cafeteria would be full of applicants. And it was like, you know, wow, it was a little overwhelming. So it was a little tough to get into the civil service jobs. 
So, you know, shortly after that, it was just factory job after factory job. Um, my most recent job before going into the HVAC field, I was a custodian for a school in Hartford. It was, you know, I've had managers and bosses. They were like, you know, you're a pretty smart kid. You're pretty bright. You know, you, you should really look into stuff. And, you know, after some talk with my wife, um, you know, learning about the evening program so I could still continue to work, which is what fit our lifestyle at that time. Um, learning about the, the, the HVAC evenings, like I said, and, you know, just everything seemed to fit. So I actually reached out to Porter and Chester, did a tour of the campus, and was just blown away by the, by the equipment they have. You know, it's just they have really great equipment. They have everything from, you know, every different aspect, oil, gas, refrigeration, air conditioning, the electrical um, thing. So, I mean, it's just it's just everything. Looking at the campus, I was like, wow, you know, this is, this is a really great place to learn. And the uh, amount of equipment they had really kind of hooked me. And I kind of saw myself in that career path. And, you know, it was, it was just kind of a natural fit. So I went to Porter and Chester, graduated, worked for a company called AirServe, got my apprenticeship through them, um, and, and it's, it's just been, uh, it's been one of the best things I've ever done personally. Um, and, and the amount of debt that you owe when you leave the school compared to the amount of income you could make, it was just like a no brainer. You know, we've all heard, we all either have a friend or family member that did a traditional four year college and, and, and you always hear the struggle stories, you know, working as a waiter or waitress. And it's just, it was just kind of a, a, a natural fit, you know, just looking at the grand scheme of things that, that I really felt really comfortable and good about it right from the beginning, and it paid off. Well, that's fantastic. And you know, Joe, first of all, thank you for your service, Air Force veteran. Thank you very much. We thank pre- you. We appreciate that. And isn't it true that um, it just, it's kind of a, a natural transition, right, from any branch of the military to go into a trade school? Sure, sure it is. And, you know, if you're an enlisted uh, member of the military like I was, you know, probably 95% of the jobs are all technical um, in some shape or form. And it's, and it's really good, and, it, and it's really nice because I received 1,000 apprenticeship hours just from my military service. So it's really nice that the state of Connecticut recognizes that, that it's, it's such a natural transition and that you've done so many technical aspects, being an enlisted member of the military, that they're willing to um, give you those thousand apprenticeship hours, which really come in handy. Yeah, yeah, Joe, this is Jim. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I also want to thank you for your service as well. And um, thank you. uh, And what, um, you know, as you sort of approach this, I mean, what were the what were the things that, um, you know, that uh, I guess sort of came to in your decision making process that, you, know, you talked about the equipment, but even before that, um, you know, what, what sort of inspired you to, you know, think about HVAC as a career? I, I mean, was it was it just, you know, the fact that you were in a maintenance position and, and you were, you know, sort of exposed to some of that stuff? I mean, just because, again, I'm trying to uh, tease out a little bit um, sort of the thought process even before, you know, you came on the campus. And again, you know, you came on the campus back in the good old days when, when we actually were doing on-ground campus tours. You know, now the sure. tours we're doing are virtual, as you know. And um, it, maybe you could just, you know, share a, a little bit of that uh, decision-making process for, you know, for our listeners. 
sure. Well, I've actually had, I have a couple friends that were in the uh, HVAC career field. I have an uncle that was a refrigeration technician. And just, you know, seeing how they, they were living, you know, my, my uncle, a couple vacations a year, you know, uh, you know, living, living, you know, his family never wanted for anything. And it was just, I kind of wanted, I realized my potential and just wanted to accomplish that in some way. And the reason I kind of gravitated toward the HVAC career as opposed to any of the other careers is there's so many different subsections in the HVAC career field. You could do refrigeration, you could do commercial, you could do residential, uh, oil, gas. I mean, you could really, really pick your career path. And I also like the fact that there was, there's electrical involved in HVAC. There's plumbing involved with the hydronic systems. So there's, so you have to have a good grasp of everything. And that's kind of what gravitated me to that. Wow, that's amazing. And we should probably back up a little bit for our listeners who might not know what HVAC stands for. Heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and refrigeration. Very good, Ann. Right? Very okay, good. I got that down. Don't ask me to fix anything, but I can tell you what HVAC stands for. <laughs> and, you know, the, the beauty of it, too, is, you know, with your campuses um, at PCI in both Connecticut and Massachusetts, and then you've got YTI in Pennsylvania, there's so many different opportunities. And you mentioned, too, Joe, that you're a married man. Did this give you um, additional flexibility to be able to get to that next step of that career that you envisioned? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it was, it just, everything seemed to fit. And like I had mentioned earlier, because of the evening program, I wasn't in a position to stop working, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm sure the majority of people are. And just, you know, the, the, the evening program hours, I could still work my day job and I could go to school in the evenings and at night. And it was just, it, it just fit. Everything was just a, a natural fit. And it, it was, it was, you know, a no brainer for me. To be honest. So what kind, where are you at right now? So you got what licenses and then you're going for additional licensing? Yes. So I actually, right now, actually August 27th, I am sitting for my B2 license, which is gas and oil and hydronics, which is the water loops that are in the systems. And then after that, I'm going to be progressing to my S2 license, which is universal um, everything, you know? So so it's kind of, it was kind of like a stepping stone. I chose I chose um, a stepping stone just to be able to make a little bit more money uh, rather than just being an apprentice. Um, so I chose that. And so your S2 license is what I essentially want to go for. That is um, you are able to work on anything and everything, you know, commercial, residential. So, I mean, that's what I that's the ultimate goal. I have a feeling, Jim, don't you agree that Joe Lillo's going to get where he wants to go? No, absolutely. It's, uh, it's been, you know, it's been a pleasure actually speaking with him today. Can, can we talk a little bit about career services? Did you, did you get help from anybody, uh, finding your job or did you sort of, uh, were you able to navigate that on your own? No, I actually, actually, I, from career services were the ones that helped me get my job. Um, I went to a few interviews, and I ended up getting one of the jobs that Career Service had provided for me. So I, I am in debt to Career Services. They did an excellent job helping place me. Well, and you know, that's the thing about uh, both Porter and Chester and YTI is that, you know, students, whether you're just out of high school, you're out of the military, you're an old adult learner, you, they see you through every step of the process to the end of the process where Joe just mentioned it was career services who assisted him um, and, and putting you in touch with that job. But I have a feeling, Joe, it's you that got the job, right? Thank you very much. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, and it's, it's funny you mentioned that because 
when I went for my job interview, the owner of the company asked me a bunch of general HVAC questions, and it was literally like taking a Porter and Chester quiz. They asked me every question, every entry-level question that Porter and Chester had taught me up to that point. So it was, it was, I was like, oh, my God, it seems like I'm taking another quiz from Porter and Chester. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's because of the teachers that I was able to know those answers, you know, right off the bat. And it, and it really helped me out even in that aspect. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Joe, I never say good luck to folks because I like to say continued success. Um, you are on the track. We really appreciate you taking the time to to speak with us, and hopefully you've inspired, I know you inspired me, but other folks out there listening to this podcast uh, to really look into the technical careers because that's where we're at. You know, you talk about essential workers. Uh, that's what these folks are in so many different um, programs that Porter and Chester and YTI offer. So, Jim, you've got a start coming up. When is that? Uh, the start's October 19th, and folks can find out more at porterchester.edu. Uh, or conversely, if uh, there's folks in Pennsylvania listening to the podcast, it's yti.edu. Right. And there are virtual tours. There are podcasts that you can also go and find out more about these programs. So there's no excuse not to at least look into it and see what your options are, just like Joe did. So Joe Lillo, thank you again. We really do appreciate you being on today's program. Jim Beloga, this was fun. Always, Ann. <laughs> and I think I'm going to save Joe's number and put it on my uh, speed dial on my phone, right? Just in case. Is that all right, Joe? Please feel free. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> and thank you all. We couldn't do this without you for listening to this edition of Inside Career Technical Education.